Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Lovely to talk to you on this Tuesday morning. Uh, look, tell me a little bit of what you do. It's all about parenting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, um, first and foremost, I am a mum to four little people myself, age nine and under. So, I set up the Parent Nest about uh, just over a year ago. And the whole thing is around supporting, nurturing, empowering and supporting parents through the many transitions after they have a baby right up to when they return to work. So you are an expert based on what you're living at the moment with four. Uh, Talk to us about some of the difficulties and the challenges women face when they return to work postpartum. Yeah, so I don't know if I'd call myself an expert with my four if anyone came into my house and (laughs) saw me. But um, with women in particular, when they're returning to work, it's a really, really difficult transition. And often we don't realise how difficult that transition can be for a mum. So I often liken it to the uh, fourth trimester where it's maybe... Um, can hit you harder than you anticipated. You maybe look around you and think others have it more together than you do. And you actually, there's a lot of overwhelm, a lot of anxiousness, and your confidence is can be quite low and um, in a survey that I did recently with around 50 mums it was actually 75% of mums said that they felt low confidence when they were returning to work. And what do they miss most then? Is it, is it uh, separation from the child? What, 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 what are the main issues that arise? Yeah so the anxiety and the overwhelm is just everything that comes with preparing to leave baby and it can be from trying to get the right childcare in place and maybe there's a lot of anxiety around that it can be from just thinking about someone else minding your child all day when you've been with them potentially for the last maybe six, eight months. It's a really difficult transition and something that can be very overwhelming. And a lot of guilt as well is associated with it. How does it affect men? Because like nowadays, modern man has become far more part of things, haven't they? Yes, absolutely. And for men in particular, it's... um, the key thing in a in a home is around the open communication so that everyone understands how everyone else is feeling and the challenges that they're maybe coming up against. Yeah. So um, I always urge uh, both parents or um, partners to really be open and communicate with each other and delegate to each other. So when, when the uh, main care provider is going back to work, the other person who maybe hasn't had to do a lot of the things over the last six or eight months yeah. needs to step up more and, and take on bigger roles within the home. I don't want to digress too much from going back to work, but just times have changed and a lot of men may well be the one to stay at home when the woman goes back to work. Yeah, absolutely. Do you and come across that a lot nowadays? Uh, so not as much as I would like, but it is absolutely trending that way um, in some some aspects. And actually, um, when it is, if the mother is heading back to work and the father has some parental leave, and there's a lot of companies now that are actually giving increased parental leave for the partners which is fantastic and when when the mother is then leaving the home to go back to work and if they're leaving the baby or their children at home with the the other partner it actually really helps support and eases the anxieties of that transition because there's a lot less overwhelm and a lot less things to have to think about All right let's look at some of the practical tips then for parents to help them prepare for heading back would you can you give us some of those tips for us please yeah so one of the big things actually is around setting boundaries and the importance of setting boundaries you're heading back to work so you need to kind of understand your own boundaries and maybe it's things like what time do I need to finish at every evening or am I going to work late after I get home or am I going to answer emails or phone calls on a non-working day so setting your own boundaries and understanding what's important to you and when you do have those boundaries set is making sure that you're communicating those both to your employer to your manager at home so everyone is on the same page and understands your why. 
So then the next one is selecting the right childcare. Grannies and granddads are hugely popular. I have a friend who I think is looking after six at the moment himself and his wife at, at different stages, and they love every minute of it. So how grannies and granddads and uncles and aunties may not be as much in supply as before. So when it comes to childcare, what advice do you give? Yeah, the childcare actually can often be the biggest anxiety driver and biggest part of the overwhelm when, particularly in the couple of months before you're heading back or the couple of weeks before you're heading back. The biggest thing is to make sure to give yourself time to find the right childcare and don't discount options that maybe you know you have an assumption about yeah. consider all options that are out there and it might be like you said a hybrid of maybe part going to crash and part family members supporting a day or two a week um but it's really important to actually write out what you need from childcare, what's really important to you. And it might be that yeah. you're doing shift work. So you need to do early morning drop offs. So if there's going to be late pickups, you need to find out what kind of childcare might see, whether that's a childminder in your home, bringing them to a childminder, a creche, um, or family members, or a blend of everything. Okay. Now, overcoming the guilt complex. Oh. When it's time to go back to work and leave the small kids in, in, in childcare all day. It affects all of us. It affected it affected me. I mean, mine are now 23 and 19, so I'm well gone past that stage, but I remember it, yeah. Yeah, the guilt is the biggest one. And actually, the thing that I've learned over the years is you are damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So whatever way you try and work things, you always have a level of guilt. But the biggest thing is to be kind to yourself and not to be too hard on yourself because it is a huge transition going back to work and it is a major step for you. You know, you're, everything has changed when you're going back after baby and, and the rhythm of the, the home has changed. So being kind to yourself um, is really, really important. But with le- uh, guilt in particular, if you try and identify what you're feeling guilty about. So again, I'm a big believer in the pen and paper and trying to write everything out and get it out of your head or talk to those around you. So if you identify what it is you're feeling guilty about, is it actually a real guilt or is it something that's... Can you give me examples of what you could be feeling guilty about? So like you were saying about um, leaving the kids maybe in childcare all day and the guilt of that, but you could start reframing that around Mm. what actually... It could be really good for their development. They're going yeah. to be around uh, different adults, different children. They're going to be learning in a different setting than um, at home. And that can maybe um, help reframe it a little bit for you. But then to try and lessen the guilt is the next yeah. step where you could maybe sign up for classes at the weekend to do something with you and baby. Or, you know, you've got real family time carved out at the weekend or in the evening time where you know you're going to have that quality one on one time. Yeah. Okay. Look, uh, the workplace and management, because when babies are very young, uh, things happen and you may get a call from the creche or a call from childcare. uh, Do bosses need to be more understanding? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Particularly when, uh, it depends on what time of the year it is as well, but generally whenever you go back to work, those first couple of weeks can be quite the roller coaster of getting the phone calls of uh, sickness Hmm. because I suppose they haven't been exposed to those maybe bugs before or viruses so you tend to get the call. So having a plan, yourself personally, having a plan in place, it's almost like um, you can't tell exactly what's going to happen with the sickness, but having a plan of do you get the call? Does your partner get the call? Do you have backup, not just family backup, but maybe friends or people around you that you know you can call if you're in the middle of a meeting and need someone to go pick um, baby up or you need to work from home. But absolutely having an understanding from an employer point of view that this is part of life and this is the struggles that 
parents come up against and having an understanding and an empathy for that mm. you get it back then um you know in if if employers em, employees are feeling you know that nurtured and supported and valued the employer is going to get that back and you know yeah. the work will get done but it's having that understanding so how do you get the workers or not the workers but the bosses to come on board a bit more do they need do, do companies need to give more support yeah, so I'm a firm believer in, um, I suppose, supporting everyone around this transition. So not only the parent that is returning to work, but also supporting the the people manager or the manager that's maybe supporting the team members coming back. And it overall has a positive impact for the organisation then as well around performance and, you know, less uh, turbulence you're attracting and retaining and developing your, your employ, uh, employees. So I definitely believe that there needs to be more structured and f- framework and guidelines um, I always give an example of uh, with managers if you're doing appraisals at the end of the year mm. you always give the people managers a framework for those appraisals you'll have guidelines and templates for them to follow so why wouldn't we give an empl- uh, a people manager a framework or guidelines to support someone who's coming back after yeah. a period of work how can people contact you the parents nest yeah so I uh, online website is uh, theparentnest.com or I'm on uh, Facebook and um, Instagram on the, uh, the underscore parent nest and in summary then putting all this together what advice do you give to parents as they return there could be someone listening to us who has just started after the bank holiday weekend this very day yeah so my biggest tip is just to be kind to yourself to sit down and write everything out that you're feeling and really identify um is it is it something that you can work on now or is it something for down the line but get everything out of your head that's completely overwhelming you and open communication around with those around you is key letting them know how you're feeling and what support you need from them during the transition lovely to talk to you thanks Han thank you so much Southeast Radio's Morning Mix chat news and your views Alan Corcoran